Hello, my amazing podcast friends. I am Kawanya Tende, founder of Journey Ministries. I am also the owner of Journey Life Coaching and Biblical Counseling, LLC. And I am your amazing host for the Journey Ministries podcast. How is everybody doing? I hope you all are well. Um, I wanted to jump on here today. It has been a couple weeks, but in preparation, um, you know, I have been talking about emotional healing and um, I thought that it would be great because this year celebrates one year for the Journey Ministries podcast, but I thought that I would kind of share my story and what's going on now so that you would know why the Journey Ministries podcast even exists, why Journey Ministries exist. And, um, you know, I was kind of hesitant because a lot of times people can hear your story or hear about something that you've done and they immediately form an opinion as if, as if. And, you know, a lot of people what's done in the past, they don't want anybody to know. What they want you to focus on is where you are now. And social media has us so addicted. Um, The thing about it is we will post all the good. And I know you hear this all the time. We will post the good pictures of us all the time, but we're not going to post a picture where we're crying and, you know, we, we don't know what to do in life. So we're not going to post that part of our life. We're going to post the good so that c- people can come in and, um, you know, think the, the most of you. But if they knew you, knew your story, knew what you went through, would that opinion still be the same? And I've learned over years that people can hear certain things about you and they immediately form their negative opinion. But guess what, y'all? It doesn't matter. It does not matter. I guess the one thing that really got me, um, I was coaching an individual and when my book, 30 Days of Healing, um, after incarceration came out, it was like that whole session, that whole relationship ceased to be. And, you know, it kind of bothered me because I'm like, okay, first of all, you're supposed to be a Christian um, and I'm supposed to be helping you based on my certification and, you know, where God has led me. But this is your reaction. And I had to stop and just, you know, kind of get myself together, you know, get your bearings, as they say, because sometimes you'll never understand why a person does what they do. But it's okay. It's okay because my life is not based on that one particular situation. It just doesn't. And with social media, you know, I am all about, and I think I've mentioned this before, I'm all about posting um, content for Journey Ministries. But the Journey Ministries podcast is a part of me. And I said, you know what? It's about time for me to share my podcast on my personal page. I'm not on my personal page a lot. Um, I just finished a social media fast and my perspective has changed wherewith I won't be on so often because social media is what it is. It's social. 
and I have a whole lot going on and it just you know the time that you take to scroll and comment and like and post is just not the season I'm in anymore however when it comes down to this podcast I will share it on my page because I think it's important for people to know you know what happened to me you know spending six months in the Harris County Jail over 30 years ago does not define who I am today, but it does have a lot to do with where I am today. And I say that because, again, we want people to, we don't want people to know anything about our past. We want them to see us as now, as is, you know, as we are now. You know, again, we're going to post how we look. We're going to post food. We're going to post going out. We're going to do all of that. But we're not, or we may even post about, you know, a relationship that we got in um, prematurely and it didn't work out. And so all of our postings are about how um, a male or female, you know, should act or shouldn't act or what have you. Been there, done that. But my thing is, my past has everything to do with who I am and where I am now. And I thank God for that. And I'm not going to shrink back and uh, really care about any, any of the comments because people are people. They, they are walking around in, in a, a premature per, uh, perfection. And I say premature because none of us will be perfect, quote unquote, until we get to heaven. Now, there are those that chose a different route for whatever reason. You know, my my journey happened. Yes, I took a credit card, used it to buy food and clothes for my kids because I didn't have the help that I should have had. And, you know, people can say, well, you had your parents and your grand. Yeah, but you know what? That's a whole not that's a whole nother story, because sometimes you have people in your life, but they don't have it or they just aren't willing or what, whatever the case may be. But I own up to what I did. I have owned up to what I did. And I know I've owned up because I was not able to tell my story uh, about what happened with me and, you know, what I caused until 2015, 2015. And I knew I had healed because I had not forgiven myself, but I knew I had healed because I was able to tell my story and not cry. I was able to get through it with the strength that God had given me so that it could be reflected in Project Hope, Project Quest, and 30 Days of Healing After Incarceration. I know what it feels like for people to talk about you as if they, again, were perfect. I understand how it feels for people to stop talking to you based on your past. I know what it feels like for people to form their opinion about you based on your past. But guess what? It does not matter what people think. My relationship with Jesus has surpassed all of that. And I can say that because I know who I am and whose I am. And I am not defined by what I did way back, you know, way back then. People will continue to hold you hostage to what you did. 
They don't honor you for where you are and the strides that you made. And I remember clearly um, sitting in the first offenders pod, uh, pod and hearing people say, you know, when you leave, don't look back because if you do, you'll be back. The day I was released, I remember looking back and telling him, I will never, ever be back here. It took one time and that was it. And I never did. The only reason why I've gone back is to, um, you know, give a proposal for my curriculum or to talk to someone about uh, the curriculum and, you know, how it can be life changing and all that. But I have never and, and I won't. And so with all that and growing up in church and yet that's a whole that's a whole nother story, too, because it's like, how can you grow up in church and then you get in trouble? Well, you know what? Uh, as they say, preachers kids could, can sometimes be the worst ones, but there's a target on us because of the the title that our parents have. And so, you know, I had I had to own up to what I did. And I refused to ever let anyone, anyone's opinion, anyone's thoughts, anyone's um, actions or words towards me based on what God allowed me to go through, you know, over three decades ago to define me. I just, I will not. And everybody's life is different. You know, before we were even formed in our mother's womb, God had us on his heart. And when he designed me, when he designed Kawanya Carmel, he knew exactly what I would go through in life. He knew the obstacles I would be faced with. He knew the resilience. He knew how I would get through, how I would get over, and how I would be a blessing to those who are in the place that I used to be so long ago. I thank God that he allowed me to go through what I did. It taught me a lesson. It taught me a lesson. One, you don't do that. You don't break the law. But two, you know what? Accept what you did and help somebody else. So it's not by happenstance that I decided to go back to school, you know, and and get my associates in psychology and counseling and then my bachelor's in ministry leadership and counseling and then now my um you know my master's in counseling and then soon to come my doctorate but it wasn't by happenstance that all that happened allowed me to be at the place that I am now and I'm not going to say that education um was like a goal for me because I wanted to prove to people that I wasn't who I you know who I was I wanted to go further educationally because life is my ministry and ministry everything that I have been taught and learned so far educationally is all on the path that I'm supposed to be in I you know my mind needs to keep going being able to you know, reflect back on scripture, being able to, you know, um, know the Greek and Hebrew, know, being able to know is what was important to me. Not just to say, oh, you have all these initials, you know, from A to Z behind your name, because I am who I am. I'm Kawanya Tende. I don't care if you put an initial behind my name or not. 
what I'm doing has nothing to do with any of that. It has everything to do with seeing transformation of the heart, soul, and mind of people who are broken, who have made a mistake. You know, my thing is this, if you have gone through it once, okay, you went through it. But if you keep repeating the cycle over and over and over, you have an issue. You have a problem. You have a problem. And so my thing is, you know, I want to walk alongside you and help you with your recovery of whatever it is that you're going on. You know, you have going on. I'm not here to talk about you. I'm not here to bash you. I'm not here to belittle you because who am I to do that? I it, it, it irks me when people have so much to say about other people when your life is probably in shambles, but nobody will ever know, or it may not be in shambles, but still all at the same time, you have no right. You have no right. You know, when I was away from my family, when I was away from my kids, I think God allowed me to go through that dark period in my life, one of the dark periods in my life, so that I could truly understand that if is this the lifestyle you want to have? Do you do is this the place that you want to spend the rest of your life? Because you don't have a true relationship with me. You're dependent upon you. You have a lot of pride. You don't want to ask, is this where you want to be? And, you know, sitting sometimes will allow you two things. One, one of two things. Either you're going to take where you are, and I'll say me, back then, I am never coming back here. Or two, you can sit up and think of the next crime spree that will bring you right back. And it's heartbreaking because... There was a young lady within the six months that I was there. She came in a few, I mean, a few days after me, got out. She was released. But in that month span, she was writing down things that she was going to do when she got out. And lo and behold, she was right back. And I'm like, I, I, my mind couldn't even fathom. Okay, yeah, I messed up. I made a mistake. But y'all, that, that was it. That was it. I would, I, I would not spend my life like that. I, I just, I could not. And it, you know, God had, I'm telling you, God has a plan. And the trajectory of our lives is in his hands. And this is why when I look at people, I don't form an opinion. Sometimes people give you a reason to form an opinion. They really do. Because they're, you can say they're all about themselves. Um, they're always the victim. They never do anything wrong. It's always somebody else hurting them. But you have got to stop forming opinions. They know what they're doing. They know if they're playing the victim all the time. They know and they, they know in conversation, well, I don't know what she's doing. And, and you know, I, it, I don't know. I'm tired or whatever. Or he could say, you know, I don't understand, you know, I'm hurt behind it, you know, whatever. But you have to understand God has a plan for your life and your life may not look like what it should to others. If I if I said that right. 
when God pulls you out and tells you to go a different direction, it behooves you to come out and move forward in the direction that he says. Because you are honoring God. It's, it's, your, your life should be honoring God, the call. And it's, I mean, it's no, it's no surprise that growing up in church, when my parents did decide to get saved, my dad went into ministry, it was no surprise to God, the things that happened to me. Got pregnant in high school, you know, and then five years later, got pregnant, same guy, no relationship whatsoever, but the hopes of one. And then, you know, marrying somebody You know, just because I had two kids and didn't want to deal with, you know, life on my own and then divorce and just remarry. It's just so much. It was so much that my life entailed. And when I look back, I'm like, you know what, Lord? I don't understand some of the decisions that I made, but I am thankful that you allowed me to go through what I went through because now I don't sit on this pedestal of thinking that I'm higher than anybody else and that I don't make any mistakes, nor do I sit on the pedestal of, okay, I am who I am today, but you have, you will never know about my past. You will never know about my past. Y'all, we can find anything we want to on the internet, anything. And somebody may know that you did, you know, two, three, four times, you know, you went to jail three, four, five times. Somebody may know that, but never say anything. And for, no, no, that wasn't me. I'm just saying. But for me, if I if I knew that, if I know that, I'm not going to belittle you. I'm not going to have any kind of um, conversation about you and what you did because it's not it's not my right to. It's not my right to. I know of you know. I heard a, a preacher. I think her name is Kim. Uh, Real Talk Kim. She said she had receipts of things that people did. And she could use them if she wanted to, but God told her not to. Because you know what? Vengeance is mine. God will take care of those that continually put you down and have something negative to say about you. God will take care of them. Think it not strange when things aren't going the way you think they should be and you, you're praying and you, know, you're think, you think you're listening to God or hearing God. Think it not strange. We have to learn to keep our mouths off of people. I mean, you, that's just, that. okay, I'm going to say this. This is my opinion. Okay, it's my opinion. I am learning to keep my mouth off of people and begin to pray for them. Because having a background and social media and putting it out there, man, are you kidding me? (laughs) People will form, I'm telling you, they will form an opinion and that's all they see of you. They don't see what you're doing now. They see what you did. And even with family, they see what you were. They don't see what you are now. And that's why you have to be careful. You know, there's always two sides to a story, just like there's two sides to a coin. Someone can call you up and talk about you like a dog in what you di- with what you did or what you so-called did. Never once will that person call you and get your side of the story. 
So you're left to look like the villain or the bad person or whatever. And you know what? It's like, really? Get my opinion first or get my side first and then form an opinion. But better yet, when that person is calling, okay, you know what? I can't, you know, I, I know you want to talk to me about this person, but I can't. I can't. Maybe you need to talk to your therapist, but I don't know. But I have learned that, you know what? I do have receipts. I do have receipts. And if I were the old Kawanya and you talked about me, quote unquote, I will let you have it or let the person around you closest to you know everything that you're doing. But that's not me. What you're doing and how you're doing it and who you're doing it with, that's between you and God because you will have to answer. It's not if or not, excuse me, it's not when or if, it's when. It's not if it's going to happen or if God is going to, you know, um, intervene. It's when. And so, y'all, having a background does not define me. It doesn't. When I, there's kind of this part where it's like, I wish that life hadn't turned out like it did. But the other part of me is like, you know what? What would my life be like had I not got pregnant in high school? Had I not had two children out of wedlock? Had I not spent six months in the Harris County jail? What would my life, or, or divorced, you know, what would my life look like? I'll never know. And at this point, it's not even important because I am his daughter. My relationship with Jesus is number one. Ministry is my life. That's why I work in ministry. That's why I'm in seminary. You know, ministry is my life because I want to see lives transform. I want people emotionally healed. We hold on to so much baggage. And then we, you know, we, we hold on to it, but we want, and we don't want to let it go. And I had, for me, I had to let it go before I could actually start ministering to people. I had to be able to tell my story and tell it honestly, regardless as to what people thought. Oh my gosh, she's been in jail. Oh my God, really? She's been in jail? Ugh, I don't want to be around her. Okay, don't be around me. But that's your opinion. Be very careful who you talk about. Be very careful because you never know what's in store for your life. You never know. And I used to, you know, tell my mom, I think it's in my book too, get you now, get you later. And I'm like, things would always happen to me like right off the bat. And then I would look at other people and it's like, man, they just going on with life and nothing's happening. But you know what? The wheels of justice turn. They turn slow for some, fast for others. And I'm glad I got mine when I did because I wouldn't want to be in this, you know, at this point in time in life dealing with legal stuff, you know, probation, parole, all that. I, I, I just, I wouldn't want to. I deal with those guys. I don't deal, but my job, you know, the reentry part of it, these guys are just now coming out after having spent 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And some are on parole until basically they die. 2042, you know, 2099. I mean, it's just unheard of 
but they're turning their lives around and it has nothing to do with what they did because they already paid their debt to society. Now it's about healing emotionally and being able to move forward in life and not allow what they did to define who they are. And from me to you, I don't care what you've done. I don't care how hard it is. If you've got to pray every single day, all day, all night, don't let what people say or think about you define you. Pray for those people because know that they've got some issues that they need to work out as well. And if they say they don't, the main one would be perfection because as much as they can talk about you, they need to take care of themselves. So I hope that this podcast helps someone to get over the fact that, you know what, your past does not define you. It does not define you. People will try to define you. They will. Oh, they will in a New York minute. But they won't let out what they're dealing with. That inner turmoil that they're dealing with the family woes that they're dealing with, the marriage woes, the relationship woes, they, they won't let on. And then you have their, those that will tell it all. I mean, every time you turn around, they've got something going on, but to each his own. My thing is whatever God has allowed in your life, own it, own it and be a blessing to someone else so that they don't make the same mistake that you did. And if they did, help them in and on their journey to healing so that they can be a blessing to someone else. Okay, well, let me pray real quick um, and then we I'm going to um, get off here. But Heavenly Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for boldness. I thank you for allowing me to tell my story and how you have healed me emotionally. Yes, I still deal with things um, and emotions on a daily basis. But Lord, from where you brought me from, where you brought me from and where I am now, I thank you for that. My past does not define me. It only sharpens me. And for those listening, their past does not define them. Where they are and moving forward in you is what is sharpening them. So Father God, I thank you for the Journey Ministries podcast. I thank you again for boldness. I thank you again for my listeners. I thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing for the ministry. And for those out there who are seeking you, Lord, I pray that they find you as they grow in their relationship with you. And I pray this on your son, Jesus name. Amen. Well, thank you all for listening. If you want to know anything about the ministry, you can visit the website, www.journey, that's J-E-R-N-E ministries.com. Email me at journeyministries at gmail.com, or you can text me 832-290-9356. I am here to talk to you. I am a mental health coach. I am a certified um, biblical counselor. I am a certified Christian life coach. Um, yeah, I, I've got all I've got those letters, but I am willing to talk to you because you know what? Don't let these people define you just because they hear your story. Don't let them define you. 
it's it's not about them anyway. People are going to continue to walk in what I say, quote unquote, perfection because their life looks different from yours. And that's okay. That's okay. Let it look different. Your life is not my life and vice versa. Okay. So until next time, you all be blessed and take care. Bye-bye.